Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. As always, it's a pleasure to join you for your morning routine, which certainly is a bit more fun every time it follows up a big Braves victory like what happened last night in the desert once again. The desert has certainly been a delight for the Braves as both the pitching staff and the offense have found their form after a few weeks of struggles. The Braves dealt on a four-game winning streak as they continue to try to close out their lead in the NL East. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Talking Chop podcast, and the Road to Atlanta podcast all at TalkingChop.com, as well as at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Make sure that when you find any of our great podcasts on the Talking Chop podcast network, you listen, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you think. We're always wanting to make sure we are offering content that is relevant to our listeners' preferences. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So last night certainly was another fun night. The Braves, after two impressive offensive performances in games one and two against Arizona, got right back into the groove on Wednesday night. A sacrifice fly from Ozzie Albies was followed up by what appeared to be a home run, a three-run home run from Adam Duvall. However, a very weird situation wound up developing as a result of the ball put in play by Adam Duvall. The ball actually deflected off the glove of the Diamondbacks outfielder and went over the wall. But while that was developing, both Austin Riley and Adam Duvall thought the ball was actually caught. As a result, Austin Riley wound up going back to first base, and Adam Duvall passed him on the base pass. Of course, by rule, that means that Adam Duvall would be out, and only two runs would score. And that was the result. A home, what should have been a three-run home run actually only wound up being a two-run single, and the Braves had a three-to-nothing lead instead of a four-to-nothing lead. The issue was was that the reason why Duvall and Riley were confused was because the umpires did not make an official ruling. The ball was in play, but nobody made a ruling as to what the outcome of the play was. But at the end of the day, what should have been Adam Duvall's 38th home run of the year, another big-time blast for Duvall, simply wound up being a two-run single. But that was more than enough for Ian Anderson. As I had mentioned on yesterday's show, a big narrative coming into last night was the hope that Ian Anderson could find his group, could finally get into form and let you know the, the Braves franchise and the fan base know that he would be able to be relied upon as a third arm to go with Charlie Morton and 
Max Reed in a playoff type scenario for the Braves. And that's exactly what Ian Anderson did. Though he did get off to another struggle of a start, allowing a run in the first inning, he wound up going seven innings, striking out eight batters, did not allow a home run, only allowed one walk throughout the game, and at one point retired 15 straight batters. A very convincing and satisfying outing from Ian Anderson. Of course, it was backed by more offense as the game, as the game went along. Austin Riley, Freddie Freeman, and Ozzy Albies all connected with home runs in the process, just like Freddie Freeman joined some exclusive company, some very, very talented company on Tuesday night by hitting his 30th home run. Ozzy Albies, with his 30th home run and with three RBIs, Ozzy Albies became the youngest second baseman in Major League Baseball history to hit 30 home runs and 100 RBIs in the same season. The only second baseman to ever do it at age 24 or younger. So it's starting to get fun. Again, for the Braves, it had been a few weeks of struggles, but while I'm not ready to say this Braves team is back to performing like it was in mid-August, it certainly seems that it's on a right, the right path. Yes, the Diamondbacks are one of the worst teams in the majors, but the Braves are taking care of business, and even though the Phillies, who won last night again and remained three games behind the Braves in the standings, even though the Phillies are maintaining pace, the Braves are doing a great job of get, finding their form versus Arizona before the schedule starts to become a bit tougher as they head to San Diego this weekend and then follow it up with series against the Phillies and the Mets in Atlanta. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Prop G Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Before the action started on the field for Atlanta on Wednesday night, another couple of roster moves were made by the Braves as a result of a few players stepping away from the team for various reasons over the next few days. Relief pitcher Edgar Santana is the third Brave over the past three or so weeks who will be leaving the team due to 
going on the paternity list. He's becoming a father again, so congratulations certainly to Edgar Santana. He will be away for a few days and on a bit of a more somber note. Right-handed pitcher Tuki Tassat actually was placed on the bereavement list. It does appear as if Tuki Tassat lost his father earlier this week, and so or last week. So certainly uh, nothing but the best of wishes, thoughts, and things such as that to Tuki Tassat and his family. But both Santana and Tussat were put on the paternity and bereavement list as a result. Shortstop Orlando Arcia, shortstop outfielder Orlando Arcia, and left-handed pitcher Dylan Lee were actually brought to the majors by the Braves. Lee certainly has been a bright spot for the Gwinnett Stripers with some very, very gaudy relief numbers this over this season for the Stripers. It'll be interesting to see if he will get the opportunity to make his major league de debut at some point in time for the Braves. But the other big thing about it is this, is that obviously with both Toussaint and Edgar Santana away from the team, that means that players such as Lee and others may be relied upon more as the Braves go into San Diego, not only to play three games, but also to make up a game from earlier this year, you know, that they'll look to complete in San Diego. Of course, one of the biggest things of all, from this week is that the new look lineup for the Braves certainly is producing quite well. It's the top of the order, once again, that is finding its groove. Not only from the power perspective, you know, the fact that Soler, Albies, Riley, and Freeman, all, all four of those players have hit a home run over the past three games, but Soler really is settling into that leadoff spot. Last night, he had another sacrifice fly for an RBI, plus also two more walks. Every single at-bat, it seems, that Soler, or at least the overwhelming majority of at-bats that Soler is taking at the plate right now have positive outcomes, and that's wonderful to have in front of the three main offensive sources from the Braves with Albies, Freeman, and Riley. So the new look, so the new look lineup, even though it may not have made the most sense when it was revealed on Monday, it certainly has led to good results thus far. And obviously the Braves have no other reason but to stick with it. Don't 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 change what doesn't need to be changed. Stick with what's working. And this lineup certainly is working in the desert. And hopefully we'll continue as the Braves face off today against Madison Bumgarner and then head on to San Diego to face off against the Padres. Of course, today is going to be a day of, you know, a bit of revenge, not anything in a negative sense, but the last time that the Braves faced Madison Bumgarner, it was earlier this season in Atlanta, and the end result of that was a seven-inning perfect game for Bumgarner in game two of a doubleheader. Now, for whatever, you know, if you would have put validity on that or not, since it was only seven innings, that's fine. But it certainly was a less than ideal, a very forgettable game for the Braves. Bob Gardner was absolutely in top form that game. So hopefully the Braves will be able to exact a bit of revenge on Madison Bumgarner. Of course, it also helps that Braves, that one of the two Braves aces, Charlie Morton, will be on the mound looking to get his 14th win of the season and continue an absolutely stellar performance that has earned him an extension for next year and beyond for the Braves. So hopefully the Braves will get another win. Yes, the Phillies are in action against the Pirates later on today as well. Don't forget that the Braves game will be at 340 Eastern, 240 Central this afternoon. 
Hopefully the Braves will be able to get the offense going early and then feel more than comfortable giving Charlie Morton a lead to work with and get a four-game sweep in Arizona before they head out to San Diego. You can find the Daily Hammer, the Talking Chop podcast, and the Road to Atlanta podcast all at TalkingChop.com and at TalkingChop across all forms of social media. Don't forget when you go to listen to those podcasts, hit that subscribe button, listen, leave us a review, let us know what you think of the show. We're always wanting to provide content that is relevant to our listeners' preferences. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. We'll talk with you tomorrow, hopefully on the coattails of a fifth Braves victory in a row as well as a series sweep in Arizona. Hope you have a great day. Go Braves, and we'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer.